Welcome to My Divine Life, a podcast discussing topics of spirituality and personal development from our own perspectives as well as the perspectives of others. I'm your host, Trisha Carr, and I'm flying solo for this broadcast to talk about a few examples of Magic is Real. The following is from a Facebook Live broadcast, and I hope you enjoy and are inspired to do magic. Hello, Facebook Live world. Um, so nice to connect with all of y'all. I'm Trisha Carr. I am doing, this is my first Facebook Live post. I'm going to probably also put this recording um, up on um, my podcast, which is My Divine Life. I actually co-host that with my best friend, Tamara Preston. And I, uh, if the video turns out okay, I'm probably going to also put it up on um, the, on my, our YouTube channel, which you could also find by searching My Divine Life. So. I'm here to talk today about something that it has become incredibly poignant to me and uh, very Im impactful and um, has been because of um, an awakening that I had. And uh, basically what I want to talk about is the fact that magic is real. So what do I mean by magic? Well, I'm talking about the fact that we all absolutely create our own reality. Um, whether we do it consciously or not, we are creating our own reality. And um, to keep this topic streamlined, I'm not going to um, bring in the some of the facets about this topic, uh, meaning like the whole point of um, why do good, why do bad things happen to good people? And that's a super important. Uh, part of this topic to discuss um, and I love discussing it actually oh I have a kitty <laughs> knocking over <laughs> something <laughs> um, I think it's really important to discuss the facets of why uh, bad things happen to good people or why bad things happen at all but um, thank you you're so sweet Brittany said that I'm beautiful I appreciate that I don't feel like it today so um, you're an angel to tell me thank you um so anyway, um, it, what we've all heard of the law of attraction, I'm sure, especially I'm sharing this to light workers of the world. We all absolutely have heard about that. Um, and um, perhaps maybe some people's first association or most um, obvious um, association of this top of the law of attraction came through um, The Secret, which was a film about, I think it was about 10 years ago at this time. And... Um, while I think the makers of The Secret had really great intentions, um, I don't think that it did a really thorough job of really explaining what the law of attraction is and how it functions. Um, but I also am a complete believer in um, good things can come of anything. So The Secret happened and it was exactly what it was supposed to be. So um, bless it. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I think actually even the language, the law of attraction, it can be misleading sometimes because um, when you when we say the word attraction, that is implying that, you know, like location. So I'm here and then there's this, you know, my desire or whatever, and it has to come to me um, via matching it with my personal vibration. Uh, that part of it's right. Personal vibration, you can't have anything in your reality unless you are a vibrational match to it. But the thing is that... Um, in, in truth, in spiritual truth, in actuality, there is, um, I'm, I'm going to read the comments. This is going to sound dumb, but is there anything I can do to call Bradley Cooper in my dreams? 
<laughs> you can. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's a topic for another day, Callie. I think I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. In a way, you can because um, I actually practice and also teach telepathy. That's right. So uh, telepathy, however, um, you know, it can only come from pure positive unconditional love that's the only frequency it travels on so <laughs> that would be uh the way that you could contact bradley um uh, anyway what i was saying about the word attraction is that um in spiritual truth there is no location there's no separation there's no time uh, so this time space reality is uh, we have the um we feel the effect of time and location but um, in truth, all dimensions and everything, the little fly, everything is here and now at this time. So um, w when things show up in our reality, what the law of attraction actually does is, is what it's referring to is when things show up in our reality, it's because of our personal vibration. And so we just basically are on that frequency, um, but it's already here. So Bradley Cooper's already there, Callie. <laughs> he's right here because he's not somewhere else because everything is everywhere. The now and the here is infinite and completely expanded to uh, the, the entire universe. It's a big thing. And it's not something that we get every second of every day because we're having a physical experience that begins and ends with this, um, this materialization of me. But the larger part of us is actually infinite. And um, having, whoa, sorry, a kitty is knocking things over. My loves. <laughs> Barnabas, sweetheart, you're messing up the video. Come over here. Come here and be in the video. They get super curious when I'm doing, when I'm recording something. They want to be involved. Come here, baby. Come say hi to everyone. Come say hi to Facebook. Ah, oh, look at the handsome. Look at that handsome guy. Isn't he handsome? Okay, now go away. I love you. I'm going to talk to you in a minute. Back to the topic at hand. Uh, well, I mean, kitties are always the topic in my house. All right, so where was I? Now, let me, let me get back on track here. I was talking about how your personal vibration is actually the frequency that brings things into your reality. So essentially, um, everything in your awareness is... Um, just a holographic representation or a projection of your inner vibration. Um, so to that point, you can, if you understand that um, well, then you can perform magic. Um, you can be magic and you can do magic. So one of the ways that you can um, engage in magic from the perspective of things already being in your reality um, is um, you can look at everything that absolutely everything in your reality, like Barnabas, my kitty, just getting in the, the camera um, frame, knocking it over. Um, I have a rubber band right here, you know. Um, I could take any of these uh, things that are in my manifested reality and I could analyze them to decipher soul, soul cues, clues from my soul. And what does my soul want? Well, your soul always wants to restore you back to the um, understanding, the perspective of unity, of oneness. I'm sure, again, on this in this uh, group, the Lightworkers of the World, that is something you feel so naturally. Um, 
Now, the reason that it, it is a restorative process is because coming to the physical plane is uh, the point of it is to experience separation and, you know, limitation and time and um, scarcity because because by understanding the contrast of the reality of the universe, then we understand the universe better, Infin infinity, oneness, um, all of that kind of stuff. So we understand black when we understand white, light when we understand dark. So your soul, after you kind of get that, your soul is always trying to bring you back to understanding um, oneness. That's your soul's only problem, is trying to help you to feel unified again. So um, basically, you know how you can analyze your dreams because your dreams uh, are, uh, you know, a projection of your subconscious. Well, you can analyze your reality in a very similar way because your reality is a projection of your entire being, your subconscious, your conscious, and all of the actions and thoughts that you have put uh, momentum behind. Um, so absolutely everything that happens, you created, and your soul is giving you a clue about um, a way to um, heal back to the perspective of unity. Now, you can do it, sometimes the things in your awareness are just celebrations. You know what I mean? It's like a beautiful breeze, and it's just a celebration of life. Well, that's an easy road. You get right back to um, feeling unity because you're so inspired. You know, inspired meaning spirit within. You're, you're feeling that. You're feeling that eternal nature. But then other times something may, let's say that rubber band uh, that I picked up, which I've lost now. Okay, actually, so if I, 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 I'm totally doing this on the fly. This rubber band right now is reminding me of something from my childhood when my mother would um, wrap our, our sandwiches in the, like instead of being able to um, put it in a sandwich bag, uh, we had run out and we didn't have a lot of money. So she would be I, really resourceful, actually. And she would cut the Wonder Bread bag down to the size of a sandwich bag and wrap it up, and then she would, you know, close it together with a rubber band. Um, so now we look at that and we're like, hey, that's green. We're reusing. But just the, the way, the, the state that we were in at that time, um, we were ashamed and we were sad because we felt like, oh, we can't afford bags. And so that's some inner child work that I could do, inspired by this rubber band, to go and heal that. Um, and... Uh, Healing the inner child and loving yourself is the key to being able to have true empathy or true love for anyone else. But back to analyzing your reality. Well, that's a good example. And I'm actually teaching a class on this, how to analyze your, holo ho your holographic reality. Um, I don't know. This is a really large group. I'm teaching it in uh, Pasadena, California in uh, like a couple weeks. Um, and, um, but I think I might, I'm, I'm probably going to record it and then maybe I'll post it on the, on my YouTube channel so that everyone can benefit from it. What keeps me young? I don't know. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. I'm so happy to see, um, people commenting and joining in. I'm so blessed to be in this group. I'm so blessed that I, I was uh, guided to it. Um, everyone here is so wonderful and full of love and light. So um, that's one way that you can practice magic is to um, see what you've already created and um, use those uh, decipher clues from your soul about how to heal, um, how to celebrate and how to heal. So um, another way is the way that I think that, um, it, well, I know that the secret was trying to explain, but I think that it didn't quite get all the way there. And that is to be able to... Um, consciously create your reality with your thoughts and your emotions. 
So um, I think one of the places that I got hung up on when I was trying to understand it, and I think a lot of people do get hung up on, is kind of like the step one part of it. So let's say um, one of the techniques people use for trying to manifest um, and and utilize the law of attraction is something like a vision board. And there are a lot of, a ton of great success stories about vision boards. Um, But let's say you, you put up a vision board of your dream house, right? And a year later, you get your dream house. That's amazing. But the truth is, because there is no um, time or location in, in spiritual truth, for the year that you had that vision board and you didn't have your dream house, the vision board was failing and you were failing at the law of attraction. Because in spiritual truth, we can be in the vibration frequency of our dream house instantly. Um, the instant that you got your dream house, that was the instant that you actually performed magic. All of the work up to it was just doing it wrong. It's weird. It's really, um, fragile, but here's the deal. The reason it was failing for that year is because you were in a state of not having your dream house. You're in a state of wanting it. And the vision board was actually to some degree reinforcing the state of wanting it. So if you're wanting it, the universe is going to give you wanting it's, it's like that precise. Um, if you're wanting, wanting isn't having, wanting isn't being. So you're actually practicing a vibration of lack in that instant. So this is, it's really, um, it, and, and that doesn't mean don't do vision boards. And that doesn't mean, you know, it, it, because you're just trying to get to the place of actually um, practicing the vibration and having the vibration of having, of believing, of being. So we all get there when we get there, and we're never perfect at it, because if we if we got perfect at it, then we would just, that would be the end of this time around. <laughs> you know, we, would, we wouldn't need to continue this experience in the physical body. But what's cool, if you can grasp it just a little bit right now, then you can start to get really good at it. And um, even if you create a vision board, that vision board could work like that for you, or maybe it takes a day, or maybe it happens instantly. Um, so that's um that's kind of the razor's edge to try to just get a glimpse of and um it's perfectly okay um that we don't get this most of the hours and minutes of the day uh, because we're here living this experience it's also completely okay that we have watches and alarm clocks and that we um, are cognizant and believing in time most of our life but the thing is uh let's see what else did i want to say about this when you, so when you are, um, um, sorry, there was something else I wanted to say about it. Well, basically I think that was it, those two principles, but I wanted to share how these things were incredibly, um, manifest for me. So obvious, uh, really recently. And, um, just yesterday, actually, I was walking to the gym and, um, I was in a, uh, standing at a crosswalk. I had pressed the button and I was actually, um, talking to an ascended master. I was speaking with one of my spirit guides, um, who's actually an ascended master that I have a really close relationship with. And I had said, um, to the ascended master, I said, how do I, I want to know how to get on my higher path. I want to know how to, um, completely commit to my purpose. And then I said, and I, I am even willing to face my personal demons, my personal devil, the way that Jesus was in uh, before, you know, he committed to um, 
you know, serving mankind. And he was in the desert and he, you know, as the Bible says that he was confronted by Lucifer. And I I really read that as, you know, Lucifer or the devil was really him. It was, it was his struggle. It was an inner personal struggle. And so I was just using that. And I said, I will even fight my devil. So I stepped up the light turned standing on the, on the sidewalk, the light turned white, you know, the hand turned white for me to cross and, um, just walking along and it's about three seconds later and a car is coming directly toward me, um, fairly fast. She's making a left turn and she's coming toward me. So it was about two or three seconds and I was screaming and backpedaling and, um, she clearly didn't see me because she ran over my foot. Uh, ran over my my left foot. Um, thank God it was only my foot. I only got run over by my foot because it was coming directly for my body. So um, I the, the, grabbed my foot and then I you know was trajected back forward, slammed her car, and then she went completely over my foot. That's when she actually saw me. Was after I was like like on her car. Um, I was wearing my running shoe and my foot was to the side, so the um, the, the rigid part of the shoe actually like helped to a lot of the crushing. I just have a really badly bruised foot. Um, but the amazing thing about it is I instantly, I was lying there and I was screaming cause I didn't know what had happened. You know, I was in shock. So I could tell right away that I had answered my own, um, plea car. What would a car be in a dream? A car in a dream would be about your path and your purpose, right? Your direction. I was walking on a crosswalk. To me, a crosswalk sounds a lot like crossroads. And I was asking how I could commit to my higher purpose, like fully, permanently, full time. <laughs> and um, then it was my foot that got run over. My foot is, my, is a symbol of my action, of me actually walking my path, of me taking action. And it was my left foot. So your left foot, my, 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 the left side of your body is metaphysically the side of your body that is receiving. And not only that, but your right brain controls the left side of your body. Your right brain is your creativity, your inspiration. Essentially, it is the um, your soul's intentions are being um, executed through the right brain out the left side of the body. So my message was clear while I was still sitting there in the street in shock, yelling was, your path is right there before you. You just need to receive it with action steps. And so that's what I'm doing today on Facebook Live. Even though my foot is really swollen, <laughs> I am taking action and I'm sharing this message with whomever is uh, willing and interested in listening. Um, whoever's, who's ever frequency is dialed in um, on this one at this time. And I'm so grateful for all of you and connecting with you right now. I can feel your love and I can see your likes and your hearts. And I appreciate you all so very much. Um, I would love to make contact with anyone who has, um, who feels this message and who would love to um, share messages with me as well. Um, my website is uh, Trisha Carr Charm, uh, T-R-I-C-I-A-C-A-R-R-C-H-A-R-M. I have a blog there and um, I'm going to be doing more videos. And I just w uh, want to connect with the community to be able to bring more light and love into this world, pure positivity. Um, we're in a big awakening. I really do feel that and, and believe that. Um, I'm an animal communicator. I'm an empath. I'm a medium. 
and um, above all, I am, um, I love you, whoever you are. And so I thank you for tuning in and thank you for your comments.